0: the materials is generously sponsored by the Saka family. Mashiv Aruach or Hagashem, we've been discussing in the second bracha of the Amidah of Guros, the description of Hashem's unique might, his distinct power, expresses itself in Tchia Samesim that he brings the dead back to life. And here, in this context, where we mentioned six times Tchia Samesim, we reference that Hashem brings the rain. What's the connection? We've shared several. Another. Rav Desler, Micht of Aleph writes Imagine, Maybe don't imagine if you're queasy, but imagine you're at a cemetery and there's a grave. And all of a sudden from the grave, all of a sudden you see the dirt part, you see the earth part, and you see all of a sudden something is sprouting, is growing, is emerging from inside the grave in the cemetery. (laughs) It's like a sci-fi film all of a sudden you see the Earth move and a crack and an arm come out and climbs out, is a person it takes a deep breath, and it says, "Wow, I'm back, better than ever." Nifla, uh, you can't imagine. You say that's impossible. It could never happen. It would be an explicit miracle. So Lame Batu Izraz Barharatz, Hazar Nikov nirkav Lagamere. Why don't you feel that way when you put a seed in the ground? The seed rots, the seed disintegrates, the seed disappears, and a little while later something starts to grow, and it starts to flourish and blossom, and a little sprout pushes its way out from the ground, and then you've got a tree, you've got a bush, you've got a vine, you've got something that grows. It springs back, it comes back to life. That is a tzchiyah That's a tzchiyah so, Someone gave me an orchid and that was a mistake and it was in my office and it wasn't taken care of and all the leaves fell off and it died. I was going to throw it out and Lisa, said, don't throw it out. Give me a shot. I said, it, it's, it's dead. There's nothing on it. It's dead. She said, just give me a shot. She watered it for a few days, a little bud and a leaf and an orchid. I said, Mama, t'chiyas amaysim. T'chiyas amaysim. you had a little water. And something comes back to life. And what exactly parallels what happens with the seed in the ground that rots and then yet nevertheless is able to replenish and become a force of life is what will happen with us. And that's why appears this acknowledgement of rain and the capacity for rain to nourish the soil and create a fertile ground for growth is part of the process of we asked last night we left a question, two questions. Number one, why is it that the rain didn't begin? That until man was here to daven, the rain didn't begin to fall. The cycle of condensation and rain didn't begin to occur. Didn't happen until man was here. Sun rose even without man davening for it. Sun set without man davening for it. All the other elements of nature kicked in and began without man davening for it. Why did the rain need to wait for man to Daven? So the Grids of suggests, it's brought in his name, based on a G'ra. The G'ra in Shno and the G'ra in Salio and on Dvarim, and Brachos, say the following, the G'ra says the following. Why is Geshamim appear in G'vuros? Why does Mashivaruch? why does rain appear in the second Brach of Hashem's might and power? Because there's a difference between rain and all the other natural elements. And that is the following. You could look at a calendar. It's pretty remarkable. It's pretty extraordinary. You could look at a calendar and know tens, dozens, hundreds of years from now exactly when sunrise will occur on a particular date. And if you come to our sunrise Minion monthly at the beach, you'll see looking out at the ocean whatever time it said in Maizmanim, whatever time it said in your sitter app, whatever time it said in the sunset. No, the sun's supposed to rise. punk, The sun rises exactly in that moment, right on time. It is mali as tafkidam. We say in Kiddush Levana, all the luminaries and all the elements and all of nature fulfills its Tafkid, its job. It does its job, comes on time, no excuses. Not early, not late. It does its job, it comes exactly on time. It's predictable, we're aware of it, we know when it will occur, we can anticipate it, and it does its job. There's one exception rain. You ever driving down Palmetto Park Road, and at one moment, it's a black sky and it's pouring on your windshield and you like drive out from under that and a second later it stops raining and there's a clear sky. By the way, you could drive five more minutes and the sky's black again and now it's pounding on your windshield again. What determines whether the rain is falling I'm on Montoya Circle, it's not falling in East Boca. It's falling in, uh, near BJC, it's not follow, falling near Boca Raton Seneca. What determines? It's not predictable. You can't anticipate it, you can't look up on a calendar and whether people as hard as they try. Can't tell you anything reliable, dependable about it. And the GROS says that's a fundamental difference. And that's why we don't mention in Gvuros, in the second bracha, we don't talk about the sun and the moon and the luminaries and the constellations. We don't talk about any of the other natural elements, only rain. Because the others, they appear predictably, we can anticipate, we know when they're going to come. Rain is the exception. Rain is the manifestation, the expression of Hashem talking, communicating. With us, that's the, that's the role of, of rain. So the gra writes in these several places that rain reflects the Gvura of Hashem. You can't predict which street it's going to be raining on and which street it's not raining on. How hard it's going to rain, how soft it's going to rain, when it's going to rain, why it's going to rain, if it's going to rain. That is the expression of Hashem. And the Velvel, based on this gra, said, now we understand why man needed to daven for the rain. Everything else Hashem created nature. He pressed go still Hashem, the Ramban is very clear, even nature. There's no such thing as nature other than Hashem. Machlok is Ramban and Rambam. But he pressed go, but when he pressed grow, he set nature in motion. With the exception of rain, man needed to daven. Rain is not set in motion. Rain, you can't look up on a calendar. Rain, there's no app. The app that tells you if it's going to rain doesn't even know if it's going to rain. That, only Adam man alone davens for that rain. And that's why Seder Ezraim is called on that Pasuk, Emunah. Because Seder whether rain is going to nurture the ground, whether anything is going to grow, it takes Emunah. Who knows? Only Hashem knows. We have to turn to Him, submit to Him, surrender to Him. Only then will we know if the rain is going to come. That is the, that is the role, that is the function of rain. Where is this felt most acutely? We're out of time, but where is this felt most? What land? What country? Eretz Yisrael. As opposed to which country do they not need to rely on rain because they don't want to have to submit and surrender to god they want to feel their own control egypt. we're starting now say for shmos egypt and the nile and that's why lot when he departs from avram and avram gives him the choice which direction he looks towards he wants to go to egypt he wants to go to a place where you don't have to rely and surrender and ask and not be able to predict whereas we are Hashem. We rely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the rain more acutely there. It's a philosophy, it's an attitude. Israel versus Egypt are not just geographic descriptions, they're Hashkothic descriptions. Do we want to live a lifestyle where we surrender, we rely, we turn to Him, we can't predict or you want to live in an Egypt where we think we're in control?